everybody, this is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited opinions, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey everyone! Hey! Hi! Okay, we thought that habits would be a fun thing to talk about today. Um, normally, it's kind of something you think about during like New Year's resolutions time or maybe at the beginning of the school year is also a time that a lot of people um, kind of reset and think about what they want to focus on and things they want to improve on. Um, but we're kind of in the midst of this weird like COVID vortex where... Um, I think it can be a really, like, cool opportunity to think about, okay, you know, what do I really want to focus on? What things are essential in my life? What could I cut out and I wouldn't miss? I don't know. Have you guys, like, thought about anything like that? Yeah, I've been finding a lot more, like, things that I'm passionate about. And also, I've actually found that I'm on my phone less because I have been reassessing what I do with my time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I've been working a lot more since I've been working from home just because people submit jobs at like crazy hours and stuff. But when I have free time, I do a lot more with my free time now than I was before. Like probably also some of that is coming out of winter time where like all you want to do is watch TV and now it's nice outside. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's helped me realize that I don't know, like doing things just for the sake like of showing up at events or socializing or not that I'm saying like oh I don't need to socialize or you know I'm excited to see people again and I want that for my girls and stuff but it's definitely helped me realize that like I don't know I have more control over my life and my time than I think I thought I did and um that being said like you do not need to feel like you have to reinvent yourself during like quarantine. I've seen a lot of pushback against that too. Like you don't need to come out, you know, stronger or in better shape. You don't have to learn a whole new life skill. So this is stressful to listen to. Yeah, like this is like a a tragedy time. Yeah, exactly. It's like a stressful, really stressful hard time for a lot of people. So I don't want this to come across like we're like, you need to totally, you know, have get rid of all your bad habits and whatever but if this stresses you out you can just listen to us talk about our bad habits and then fast forward to weekly wins and you can cut out all the stuff in between um so we just thought it would be fun to talk about maybe some not so great habits we have and then talk about just like a few super simple tips where there's so much out there about creating better habits and we're definitely not experts like there's a ton of you know actual like scientific research about habits but we just have a few tips we wanted to share and then we're going to share just a few habits that we found helpful um and yeah we'll go from there so let's start by talking about some of our not so great habits to start (laughs) um and what's one of your bad habits that you would like to get rid of okay this is a real problem um i get on social media the second I get bored during the day. So if I have any spare time, I'll just pull out my phone 
and I don't even notice that I'm doing it. It really is like just an automatic response to being bored. And even sometimes I think like so many people like I do yeah, that too. I I yeah, think that do. it's very common. I think I am worse than most people, but maybe I'm not. <laughs> but literally sometimes I'll ask Matt a question that I need to know the answer to, but it's kind of a boring topic. And he'll answer me, and I will just open my phone, <laughs> like, no. and I'm just, like, scrolling around, and he's like, you just asked me a question, and I just answered it, and you didn't even listen. And it's like, I don't that's mean to at Anne, all. Anne thing that yeah, I've that's the most Anne thing that I've ever heard. Yeah, that's such a thing. I'm, like, not a good listener. You're like, well, you're just like, I'm not interested, so I just, like, cannot even Yeah, I do not want to <laughs> connect at this time. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I do it. I do that too. It's so yeah, I don't know. I don't have any advice for how to stop that because I deleted all like the social. Or I didn't delete them, but I just stopped going on them on my phone. And so now, when I get bored, I just pull my phone out and I scroll back and forth between the pages of apps. I've done that and too. I don't yeah. open any of the apps. I just look. Back I've done and that forth before too. Yeah. Where when I've taken like little fasts from social media, and I think that's been real eye opening to me to be like, okay, it's not even necessarily like a time wasting bad habit is a time wasting bad habit. So like, if I don't have Instagram or Facebook, I will find something mm-hmm. else to do. I will mm-hmm. look through old pictures, or I will go on like Wikipedia. Like I will do the weirdest things. <laughs> I'll look up like celebrity gossip or something because I'm just like must waste time, and I. So I think I've realized, like, it's easy to blame social media, but if you want to waste time, like, you'll find ways to waste yeah. time. Um, Tess, what is one of your – I feel like Tess is so, like, she just got off her mission. She's got, like, so many goals and, like, I don't know. I just, like, don't feel like you have any bad habits right now. Oh, no. I have bad habits. And, well, the worst one is I love to watch shows at night to wind down but it's not even really like the number one thing that I want to do it's just my hat it's just my routine at night like Mm -hmm. when I do that too nine o'clock hits I have to watch Seinfeld and there's like a bunch of other things that I would rather be doing but that's just how I just cue myself to go Mm -hmm. to bed yeah but then I don't go to bed and I end up staying up way later than I would if I were doing something else so Mm-hmm. I'm laughing because you guys are stealing a lot of the like same bad habits I have. <laughs> we all <laughs> like, I am gonna have to. We grew up we together. All kind of do that. Do you think we're worse than other families with some of these habits? Like, do we all have to watch a show at night? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think <laughs> yeah, a lot do. of people watch shows. I don't know. At night. Matt is like not. Normal. That's not a thing. For He's him. not a show watcher. All my friends watch shows, <laughs> but I get stressed out. Like, if I'm at like a social function. And it's getting too close to when I want to go to bed. I start thinking about, well, I don't have time to watch mm-hmm. my show. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I legitimately have a hard time coming I home from like a girls' night or something, even if it's really late. I really can't just like walk in and go to bed. Like my brain well, is yeah, too, too wound up, mm-hmm. hyped up. Um, I was actually going to say that I. Right after that was kind of leads into what I was going to say. After I put the girls down, if I sit down and just like open my phone and look at Instagram or if I sit down and turn on the TV, like I feel like I just waste the whole night because I'm kind of procrastinating. So I work for Stitch Fix from home and 
I work a few hours a day and I try to get it done. If Dave's working, it's I don't really have a time other than a little bit of time when Molly naps maybe that I could work, but so I have to do a lot of it after the girls go to bed and I wish that I just had the motivation or was in the habit of like putting them down and instantly going and working and just getting it out of the way so I could go to bed early or just relax. Not early. I guess I wouldn't be going to bed early, go to bed on time or just have a little (laughs) bit of time to myself. But I'm so tired and I'm just kind of like procrastinating. I just sit down and then it's so hard to motivate myself to get started again. Um, But a bad habit I'm surprised no one's talked about yet is drinking pop. Like, oh yeah. I mean, why has no one mentioned that That's because you said – What's a bad habit that you would like to break? Yeah. And I am too attached. <laughs> That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. I am i don't really have any intention of giving that up right now. Yeah. We all – well, Tess doesn't, but the three <laughs> oldest. We all drink pop, <laughs> diet colas. We inherited that from our mom. Um, okay. But I will say a habit I have is thinking I need a treat every night. Mm-hmm. Like – Thinking I'm, like, entitled. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, what am I going to have tonight? Like, do I have ice cream? Do I have, like, candy somewhere? You know, just kind of being like, well, I have to have That's a hard one to break. Mm -hmm. But, again, it's Mm -hmm. not really one I necessarily want to break. No. Um, I think what I would really like to break are more, like, procrastinating. Yeah. Um, Grace, what's your bad habit? Um, So probably my least favorite bad habit that I do is – get started on a project and then leave everything that I was working on just scattered around. And then I start a new project and then leave that stuff scattered. And then it's like the whole house is just a horrible mess. It makes it harder to start other projects because I I always love to have a few different projects going. Mm -hmm. But I run out of space pretty fast. And Well, I feel like also, I don't know, I feel like even with my girls, when there's a mess, they don't like utilize the th- like their toys that they have because it's just like messy, you know, and yeah. so they're just like destructive mm-hmm. or they're just like, can we watch a show or something? And I'm like, no, play, like just play. But like our basement gets super duper messy and usually for a couple days it's just like chaotic until we finally clean up and everything's clean. And like today I noticed last night we cleaned up and today they like played super well in the basement. And I was like, I think if we just – had everything like fresh to start the day, they would play so much better. So I think it's like the same thing with you and your <laughs> yeah. projects. Like you it would totally probably is. start more projects if the previous ones were put away and like you knew everything was. You would have more like creative energy to spend on something. Yeah, else. just kind of like I feel like it's stressful. It 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 sucks away my energy to just have all this clutter around, mm-hmm. and also just makes it harder to like actually clean stuff because I don't mind clutter but I don't like things to be dirty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know when like stuff is on your floor then you can't vacuum so exactly so let's assume that you'd like to break some of your bad habits or rather replace them with better ones we want to provide a few quick easy tips that we've found in our research okay so our mom has been on a habit kick for a while now and she has been educating me since I'm home with her and I'm going to share three of the tips that I have found most helpful over the last couple of months that have helped me to build some good habits. So the first one is called habit stacking. It comes from a book written by James Clear, which we will attach in the show notes. And basically what it is, is you need to attach whatever habit that you want to form 
to a habit that you already have. So it needs to be like a before or after statement, as in like, before I go to bed, I will read a book for five minutes. That's a very specific habit that you have attached to another habit that you already have, which is going to bed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Kind of. So would it be like, before I like do my weekly grocery shopping, I'm going to take my recycling to the recycling center or like whatever it is, like another yeah. chore you have to do or something. As long exactly. as you always do your weekly grocery mm-hmm. shopping, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be one that is very yeah. clearly ingrained. Well, Grace, to. if you looked ahead to us sharing our good habits, that is my oh. one good habit. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that's really good because that's, that's not one of mine. So I just assumed. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that though. That sounds mm-hmm. doable to me. Yeah. And another part of it is you have to, well, you don't have to, but a good tip is to stack your habits so that you're ready for the next day's habits. So for instance, if you want to work out every day, you need to attach working out to a habit that you already have, but you also can attach putting your workout clothes out to a habit that you have in the evening. So like before I brush my teeth, I'm going to put my workout clothes on my nightstand. So that way the next day you're set up for success. Love it. That's awesome. I like that. It's very like, I feel like it's very mathematical Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. computer programming. (laughs) Well, it could be like if you want to take lunch to work instead of buying lunch, you could be like, before I brush my teeth, I'm going to pack my lunch for the next day or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep giving examples. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah, helpful. I, I need a tip like this because I have to make it so easy to succeed that I can't possibly fail. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the, isn't that the next tip? Yeah, that's the next tip. So the next tip, second tip is to start extremely small, like laughably small. This comes from a book from BJ Fogg. And this one is a game changer for me because... I am the classic person who sets like 20 New Year's resolutions and doesn't complete a single one because they're all just so ambitious. But you have so many dreams. That's what we love about you. You're the little dreamer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So this is my key to success is starting so small that you can't fail every day. So for instance, he gives the example of flossing and I have, I tried it. Um, to see if it would work and it does. So what you have to do is take flossing, for example. He wanted to be a good flosser, so he would floss one tooth a night. That was his goal, was just one tooth. Each night, he stacked it with his toothbrushing habit. So after he brushes, brushes his teeth every night, he flosses at least one tooth. So you can go more if you want to, but like the goal is just that one tooth. And then afterwards, you have to give yourself some kind of reward, like you have to pump your fist in the air or say, (laughs) woohoo, or go me. (laughs) Like to lock it in your brain is like, you have accomplished this habit and it's a good positive reinforcement. So I did it. And I can officially say that I am a tooth flosser, which I've never been able to say before. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Just a tooth flosser, not a yeah. teeth flosser, though. <laughs> well, that's but the that's, thing. You build it up no, over the, time. Yeah. So I've no, built I'm not, it up. No, I'm not criticizing. I'm just, like, clarifying. Like, <laughs> just because it's just one thing. Well, this is – see, I'll be honest. Things like this, I just have a hard time with. Not that I'm 
that I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm just like, I'm very all or nothing with things. So like with working out, when I hear people say, oh, I put on my workout clothes and even if I do one jumping jack, like that's all I do. And I'm just like, what's the point? <laughs> like, I just have a hard time with it. I really do. But I, I believe, like I think it sounds cool. So I would be willing to well, try it. Mm-hmm. Just I'm point, I'm admitting my like that's just the way my brain is. It's mom like, taught me mom taught me this <laughs> tip, the same one at um at Christmas time. And so when I was setting my goals for this year, I set the goal that I wanted to be vegan by the end of 2020. And you guys all laughed at me when I told you that yeah. because I gave myself a whole entire year to do something that some people just decide they're vegan and did we laugh at you? I don't remember laughing. I think I, th- I laughed. I think we you. laughed because you had just ribs for Mother's vegan. Day. Well, yeah, you had giving ribs up for ribs. Yeah. Just, just the idea until December, vegan. guys. That's <laughs> I'm just that's taking true. really that's tiny really little big. steps, and it's actually really little steps working, and I feel like really good about it versus if I had tried to just go vegan in the space of one week, I would have given up. Well, and I bet by the time you get to the end of this year, even if you're not fully vegan, you will have a lot more like recipes under your belt or you'll have tried like new foods. You know, you'll have incorporated more of that lifestyle, you know, into your life. Mm -hmm. And with like the working out example, like because the point is – to lock this habit in your brain is a good thing instead of to accomplish something every day. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. to develop the habit. So you're not necessarily rewarding yourself for working out, but you're rewarding yourself for mm-hmm. doing a habit and mm-hmm. and doing something positive. So, But with every single one, you have to say like, woohoo, or something like I that I love that. Afterwards. I mm-hmm. often will just like pat myself on the back when I do something good. <laughs> I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a good idea because I think for me, I think a habit doesn't really take hold until you've done it often enough that you start to notice like the good effects in your life and you miss it when you don't do it. So I think just doing it consistently enough is just like the key. So if you just have to start super duper small to do that, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. That seems like it would work. Yeah. yeah. And like recently I realized that I wanted to start playing the piano more often and practicing every day. And I tried to be really lofty about it and set the goal of playing the piano for two hours a day. But that's Whoa. just a ridiculous goal. <laughs> and this is the kind of goal setter I am. So this I decided instead, because that wasn't working out so well for me, I'm just going to after dinner every day, I'm going to play the piano for 10 minutes. And I can exceed that if I want to, but I'm I'm going to use these habit tips too. Yeah, this seems like the perfect it. tactic for something like the piano because you're probably not going to have like a two-hour block in your day that you could sit down and do it. But mm-hmm. I bet if you sit down for 10 minutes, then you'll end up playing for 20. You know, exactly. like it'll end up being longer. So, mm-hmm. Oh, and cool. another part of this is you can you should never try to do more than one habit, develop more than one habit at a time. So you start for a week or two with this one habit and as you're working it up into a bigger time chunk every day, then you can add another habit and you can stack it on top of your new habit. So Oh. Mm-hmm. They go together. Mhm. Okay, so the third tip that has been very helpful for me is to pick habits that you see actual value in. So for example, if you set the goal to run every day, but you actually hate running 
and you don't, it doesn't add anything to your life, you're not going to stick with that habit. It's not going to become a part of your routine. Whereas if you pick something else that you love more, like let's say yoga or Pilates or something that actually brings you joy that you see value in, then you're going to stick with that habit. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Cause I, I don't know. Sometimes you have conversations with people and they're like trying to convince you how great something is, which I mean, I like hearing what people are passionate about. And like, it's not that I'm like, don't try to convince me this is good, but I never come away from those conversations being like, you're right. I need to totally revamp. It's like, you kind of have to decide that it's something that you are interested in like achieving for yourself. I always come away from those conversations thinking that I want to revamp stuff because I'm really (laughs) suggestible, but then it doesn't last because it doesn't. I always agree to do it. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I I think I'll do that with no intention of really doing it. Of actually doing it. (laughs) Well, I always feel like that when this is probably controversial, but when I talk to people that have done like natural birth, which I think is so cool. And like, I totally admire people that have done it, but it's just something that I am just not interested in. Like I've loved my epidurals and so, and I've had a good experience with them. So I'm just not motivated. That's not a habit, but that's just an example of a time when I've been like, that's so awesome. But I leave the conversation and I'm like, I'm not going to it's <laughs> just not something I'm like interested in but I think it's great if other people want to do it your haters are gonna come for you my haters haters are gonna come out of my woodwork so we thought we would wrap up our discussion of habits by each sharing one quick good habit that has made our lives simpler or better maybe one will resonate with you or solve an annoying problem that you've been facing so Claire um okay so <laughs> It's, like, embarrassingly hard for me to think of a good habit. I feel like since having kids, I have, like, no good habits. When I was in, like, college and stuff, I feel like I was, like, very routine-oriented and had had so many good habits and was very, like, type A. And I don't know what it is about having kids that's just, like, taken all of the, like, oomph out of me. And I'm just, like, each day. Each day just kind of carries you through. (laughs) It's kind of like you don't have control over (laughs) what's going to happen. So you just kind of float through the day. Exactly. And so I'm just sort of, yeah, I'm, like, why try to control, like, the chaos around me? But, um, and I do, I will also say, I feel like I've developed, and this is just excuses, but it's fine. I've developed a lot of buffers in the form of bad, like bad habits or buffers for just like dealing with stress. So like whether it's drinking pop or like checking social media or like eating a treat, I'm just like, okay, I've developed a lot of bad habits to buffer like the stress of parenting. But the one good habit I feel like is really deeply ingrained in our family is I meal plan and grocery shop every single week. Um, I try to do grocery pickup. It's hard right now because at least our Walmart is like booked completely solid because of coronavirus. But before this, I would do grocery pickup. Now I do like a run by myself once a week. Um, partly because it saves you money. Like it really does save you money. Every time I go in the store, I end up buying stuff that, you know, we don't need. Um, I do not like dragging three kids into the store. It's just like a time saver, a money saver, and 4 to 6 p.m. is by far like the worst time in our house. (laughs) So if I can have dinner already planned, um, I'm not perfect at, I know some people are really good at like prepping it in the morning. I try to if I'm home. 
I don't always do that, but at least I always know what we're going to have for dinner and I can like get meat out to thaw or whatever. Um, and I just really like food. So I just want to know <laughs> that I'm going to have dinner <laughs> that <Yeah>. night. <laughs> like that's very important to me. So yeah, that's probably like the one thing that I do every week that I feel like really makes, like I know makes a difference for us. Mm-hmm. That's smart. It's sad to me though that kids make shopping stressful because shopping like grocery shopping is my stress relief at school like I would sometimes oh I used yeah. to love grocery shopping when I was your age like, yeah I go to yeah, Smith's I at like to I used to do that too just wander around sometimes yeah I used to love grocery shopping in college <laughs> yeah it's been like one of the worst parts of like the virus for me is not being able to go to the store to like unwind mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it to be honest though even if I don't have the girls with me I I don't know what it is about I don't know. I don't enjoy it like I used to for some reason. I don't reason. either. It's just not my favorite thing. Well, one good habit that I have is drinking water. Um, every morning mm. I fill my tumbler with a bunch of cold water. Your trashy tumbler or your classy tumbler? Well, mom would argue that they're all trashy, but my <laughs> brand new cute tumbler. I think it's cute. Our mom has something against tumblers for some reason. Yeah. It's so weird. She thinks Very they're weird. trashy. <laughs> Yeah, it's surprising because she loves to drink things. Yeah, like she cup of exactly. She loves and she straw. loves straws. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love my tumbler because it makes it so easy. Like I said earlier, it has to be so easy that I can't possibly fail. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to unscrew a lid or anything. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just <forbid>. too hard, <laughs> guys. It's it's true. That's Why don't you the... get a tumbler? I bet you drink more water. Yeah, no, I, I have a work tumbler. That's what the thing says. The habit so says make mm-hmm. it so easy. So. And yeah. mom should really invest in a tumbler because she's tried to start the water drinking habit so many times and mm-hmm. she just can't make herself mm-hmm. do it. She just loves yeah. diet. It's great. Dr. We Thunder. should have gotten her a tumbler for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps Maybe your water cold and I got a humongous one. So I really only have to drink like two of those to have eight cups of water but normally I end up drinking more than two in a day that's awesome yeah okay so one thing that I am very bad at and mom will happily tell you about this is planning and organizing my day every day but I have gotten pretty good at it so every night I'll try to make like some checklists of like everything I need to get done the next day and like a rough outline of the day before I go to bed because if when I get up in the morning I never do it. And also because I get kind of like anxiety at night if I don't put it down on paper like what I need to do. Um, And then at the beginning of the week, like usually Sunday or Monday, I'll try to like make a weekly checklist and like kind of half plan it out. So it's kind of like a lazy version of planning, but at least I'm getting it done. And it's so easy that I can't fail. So well, yeah, I yeah. just heard that, like, just writing things down so they're not in your brain, like, saves mental energy. Like, mm-hmm. even if it's something that it's like, oh, I don't need to write that down. Like, I know, you know, I know that I'm, like, I know that I have this appointment and I'm not going to forget it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I know that I have to do X, Y, Z. It's like, just write it down and then you don't have to think about it again. Like, mm-hmm. it's already just, like, yeah. written into your week. And I have so much less anxiety for that reason and also... 
I don't forget things like I used to. As you all know, I'm a very forgetful person. And I really don't forget things that much anymore. So that's um, awesome. Just watching me forget something now that I've said that. Dave, so we did one of those. um, Have you guys seen on Instagram where it's like, or Facebook, where it's like, have your spouse answer like for you or whatever. And it's like a little questionnaire thing. Mm -hmm. And we did one of those one time, not like publicly, but just I was like, okay, I'm going to ask you these questions. And one of them was like, what is your pet peeve about me? Which I don't think pet peeve questions are good on like the newlywed game or things like that. Because I'm like, if you really want to get into like deep pet peeves about your spouse, (laughs) like that's, that could get dark. Like you don't really want to bring up like a pet peeve or do you want me to like say something that I'm really annoyed at? But anyway, I was like, what is my pet peeve about you? And he was like, that I don't write stuff down. And I was like, yeah, actually. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have thought of that. But I have bought him so many planners over the years. And it's just, just like not his thing. He, he'll put things in his phone or whatever. But it's just funny. I'm And I'm just like, I just don't understand how you like don't make lists. But it's just... You can't force Not it upon thing. someone else, you, yeah. Yeah, you can't force it. It's like, Mom really tried for so many years with me. <laughs> well, it's like the tip number three. Like, if it's not something that you think is going to improve your life, then you can't be forced into it. But Gotta see the value. Yeah, exactly. I've never been a good runner, like, ever in my life. I just kind of hate it, usually. Mm-hmm. But I have been trying to do jogging this year, so I think I started in maybe January or February. And at first I was looking at like a couch to 5k program and then that looked too hard. And so I googled easier than couch to 5k. <laughs> and I found a, a different program. And then I even modified that one. And so I think it's kind of like the because mom told me at Christmas too all these different habit tips. And so I, I wanted to start out so small that I couldn't fail. And so I, I didn't want to push it faster than I could progress with it still being like comfortable and something that I enjoy doing. And so instead of following the program, I just, I move on from week to week, but I'll take like two or three weeks at a time sometimes until I'm like, oh yeah, this is like really comfortable Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I enjoy doing it. That's awesome. And then I might move, move up. And I think that I'm just trying to have a philosophy of I don't need to run a 5K or a 10K by a certain date, Mm -hmm. but I would love if this were something that I did every day. And so I don't, I don't mind if I spend three months going really slow mm-hmm. because I'm getting that habit going. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, who knows, maybe I'll, I'll get faster and I'll run for longer. But yeah, I think just having like a, like a lifespan mentality versus I don't believe in like smart goals that everyone always says you have to do that are like measurable and like time based or whatever, because I can never hit the measurements in the time that I was supposed to. And then I get really discouraged. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I just have more of like a, a loose goal now. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's like yeah. me too. I have also been doing like little intervals and I just move up by 15 seconds on the running like once every week or two and then I'll move down by 15 seconds on the walking intervals and I'm going so slow but I actually like for the first time ever am looking forward to my run every day which doesn't happen usually. Well that's because I mean running a race is a good for some people like a really good milestone but I think it can go the other way sometimes of having if all you care about is doing the race then as soon as it's over, you're like, oh, I did that, you know? And like this way, if you're jogging every day and you stop, you're going to start to like notice that you miss like the endorphins and, you know, you're going to like mm-hmm. actually notice that it's something that you miss. So 
I think that's awesome. Thanks. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening um, to our little chat about habits. Is there a pop song called Habits? Yeah, it's yeah. not a great one. It's Is it not, not a good one? Okay, I was like, I thought, I was like, I think there's I think like it's a about bad, drugs. Uh-huh. I was going to say, mom, I think there's a bad song mom about habits. Yeah, mom loves that song. Oh, was it the one that was like, gotta get high all, all the, time. the time? Yeah. That one? <laughs> she was oh. like, so Tav- uh-huh. or something? Okay, that, yeah, I was like, I know there's like kind of an edgy song about <laughs> 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 habits. It's um, not too edgy if mom's singing. Please yeah. don't listen to this. If those are the kind of habits you're trying to break, we don't have any constructive this or helpful about information. We are not professionals. <laughs> we are not professionals <laughs> in any way. Okay. Um, it's time for our weekly wins, um, our recurring segment where we just share a quick win from the past week. Um, Tess, I'm excited to hear about yours. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that Cats the movie came. I didn't know that it was a thing. Nobody she was told on me. Mission. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't was, even know that it had come out at all. No, I knew nothing of this, and I had never seen Cats, but I grew up hearing all about Cats because if you don't, I don't know if people know this about Anne, but she loves Cats. <laughs> loves I, okay, let's clarify. I love Cats the musical. I hate Cats the animal. Oh, <laughs> but have you seen Cats the movie? No, because I think it would ruin it for me. I. I actually don't think it'll ruin it. It's real bad. But people were complaining about the quality of the movie and how creepy the the cat people look. They do look really creepy. And it's really weird to see, like, these, like, very respected celebrities. I couldn't believe how many people they got for that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, how many people agreed to it? Yeah. And Judi Dench still is so classy, even though she's, she looks like a cat. Even though Um, she has a human hand. But a, that's my favorite body. thing I ever saw. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the most quality movie I've ever seen. And also, one thing that I don't understand about it is how it got popular in the first place because it's literally just cats introducing themselves the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that, but it's just like, I'm the Rebel Wilson. Tabby cat. And then, like, <laughs> I'm the Idris Elba cat. Yeah. Were there any Jellicle cats? They're all Jellicles. They're all Jellicles, Claire. Oh. Yeah. I thought Jellicle cats was like a cat. See, the l- most recent thing I saw was the um, Kimmy Schmidt like spoof on cats. Oh, that's that a, was like that's so funny. <laughs> See, I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, but the big win of the, of the whole experience was that I finally learned who the magical Mr. Mistopheles is Mm. and i actually like this is kind of a hot take on it but i enjoyed (laughs) the production so and i want you to (laughs) i want you to watch it and tell tell me your thoughts well i think i will now i didn't want to go pay for it in the movie theater but dad said it was only like a dollar 40 to rent Mm -hmm. so i think i could spare the change yeah um and Yours says uh, too controversial. So, I mean, I think I'm the only one worried about haters for myself. Okay. So, I think you can take the haters. Okay. I can, yeah. I'm not too worried about my haters. Um, All right. My weekly win was a date night that I came up with called Dash for Your Dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, just as backstory, when we were in college, well, 
when Matt was still in college finishing up school, he did DoorDash every once in a while just to make a little extra money. And then when we first moved here, I didn't have a job for like a couple weeks. And so I decided to start doing DoorDash. Uh, We haven't done it in probably a couple years, but we remember that we still had our red card. We had all the stuff that we needed to be able to do DoorDash. Oh, this is such a long explanation. Um, (laughs) It's going on and on. (laughs) I was like, what is the gear you need? Literally a card and the red bag. (laughs) Well, the people don't know. They prefer DoorDash. I was like, maybe you're trying to make it sound like really like the gear. Well, I didn't know if people knew like what what a red card was. Anyway, we we realized like some people have like the sticker in the window and they. (laughs) And they, I, I have my DoorDash shirt and like a little cap. No. Um, <laughs> okay. We haven't eaten out in months because um, we're just trying to save money. And I've wanted to support local restaurants, but also I don't have a job during this time. So we've just been trying to save. But we really, really wanted to go out to eat. And so I was like, well, why don't we just do a couple dashes and make enough money to get some food? And then we can, like, go get takeout and bring it home. And so... Mm -hmm. I love this idea. I'm all about Mm -hmm. side hustles. It was awesome. And I love, like, a way to make a quick buck. That's, like, my dream. Yeah. It actually was really fun because we were so So why did you think this was going to be controversial? Well, I didn't know if people would be (laughs) mad that, like, we went out and, like, were in contact We're, like, interacting. Yeah. Well, it's confusing. But someone has to do the delivery. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. someone has to do the delivery. And I feel like it's hard because I feel the same way. Like, I'm like, I don't want to post. I would never post anything on social media about us, like, getting takeout because some people are like don't go don't leave your house but then it's like you're supposed to support businesses (laughs) like there's gotta be a way to do both (laughs) like i don't know how to handle yeah we felt pretty good about it we're like oh we're supporting the businesses that you know people are ordering from and then we also supported the business that we got takeout from and it was so yummy and it was fun just to do something different because we'd just been so cooped up all day I recommend That's nice. Dash for your dinner date. Dash night. for your dinner. I would love to do a Dash for my dinner, but I have a friend that has been doing a couple of door dashes here, and he said that people aren't tipping, and so he has gotten several orders that you only make like three dollars. Oh, to do the whole so round sad. trip of it. So it's pretty. Come on, Utah. It's pretty dark. Yeah. Okay. So my win this week is a farmhouse style bench that I made. Um, Whoa. So I found the, I guess, step-by-step instructions on the Life Storage blog, which I'd never been on before, but it's it's a cool blog. It's got a lot of different tips on, like, storing stuff. (laughs) Like, from, like, small (laughs) to big, like, (laughs) it, it talks about, like, how to get a storage unit, and then it also talks about how to, like, do storage in your house and wow. so it's like spam. I like the all niche storage. like that's good branding mm-hmm. yeah you know? like they know what they want but their pattern was to make like a really big bench and I just wanted like a small outdoor bench and so maybe uh we'll post in the show notes or something yeah mm-hmm. a link to it and then my modified version yeah cool um well mine is I feel like not as exciting as yours mine's a kid thing so I have kind of been, <laughs> I feel like this is ending on like a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I've really been struggling this week. <laughs> I have struggled this weekend. I'm not going to lie. It's just been really cold here. It was like 40 degrees today. It snowed last night and the night before. 
um, just flurries that are like dusting the ground in the morning. But I've kind of had to take a little breather from Instagram because, and it's nobody's fault, like we talked about last week with our social media episode, like (laughs) people can post whatever they want and like you can choose to consume it. But seeing people like swimming and hiking and like out and about kind of like out west and the weather's nicer I have been like a little bit in a funk because I'm like we still have a lot of cases where we live it's I mean we can go out and like go on walks and things but like it really we are still being really careful there's no pools (laughs) nothing's nothing for kids is open like playgrounds are still closed so I'm just like we're just kind of like wearing thin on fun things to do. And I'm feeling like all of my fun things, I'm like, okay, I need some new ideas. So there's a podcast that's produced by NPR called uh, Circle Around. And um, it's cute little like folk tales for kids. They're fun little stories. A lot of them are like classic. I don't know. I really want to introduce my girls to more like fairy tales and like, um, do you remember those books? I feel like mom had like the Book of Virtues or like, you know, kind of those like fable sort of things. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of just like cute little old stories like that. And then they have a coloring page that goes with it each week. And my girls love clicking through all the coloring pages and like deciding which one they want to do. And then we print it out and it's just like a fun, it takes zero prep on my part. And then they're not looking at a screen, but they're like listening and coloring. So it keeps them occupied, but it's not screen time. Very That's cute. Really um, yeah, yeah very they're, it's really cute. So, I mean, it's pretty popular, but if you haven't, if you have kids and you haven't tried them, they're cute. They have good music. Sometimes they have, like, guest stars read on them. Are they so scary? I am a fan. Do they scare Ella? Uh, no, we would not. I'm, maybe there's some scary ones. We haven't heard any scary ones. Ella's very sensitive to scary things. So, I mean, all kids are. I, I'm sounding like I'm being like, she's cute. No. Kids, kids are obviously something. She's just like things. six. Yeah, she's only six. The problem is they have they watch like PBS Kids, and now they won't watch movies because they can't take like the tension of a plot. <laughs> like, there's always going to be a conflict in a plot, and they're used I to feel like, like yeah, sometimes. the exact same ways. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, so I don't know why I'm like. I blame myself for this, but, like, if you're all you watch is Wild Kratts, and then all of a sudden you're watching, like, The Lion King or something, which we haven't even gone on The Lion King, because that's, <laughs> like, Don't get them started way too scary. But I tried to convince level. her to watch The Prince of Egypt, because she's really into Egyptian stuff, and I was like, ooh, that's such a good movie. Like, we should watch that. And then we started watching it last night, and I was like, oh, this is actually way scarier than I remembered, like, within the first ten minutes. I'm like, oh, she's like... Why are they putting the baby in the river? And I'm like, because they're trying to kill all the other babies. <laughs> like, uh, I just didn't tell her that. I was like, oh, they just they just wanted to have a better life. <laughs> like, anyway, down the river. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs>